This podcast episode is brought to you by the Outcomes Rocket Network, where you get your healthcare insights from the most inspiring healthcare podcasters. Welcome to the Marketing Mondays podcast, where we explore how we can make your offerings stand out in the health and wellness space. Through conversations with thought leaders and innovators in health and wellness marketing, we'll discuss marketing best practices, case studies, and innovative ideas to help scale your business and grow revenues with impact. I'm excited to be your host. My name is Andrea Borcha. I'm a fractional CMO and owner of the Dia Creative Marketing Agency. and welcome to another episode of Marketing Mondays. I'm your host, Andrea Borcia, CMO at Dia Creative, a digital marketing agency that specializes in all sorts of startups, small, medium-sized businesses, and especially health and wellness. And I am super excited today to introduce you to Vanessa Sierra, who is VP of Marketing at Noyo. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start off with what is Noyo? Sure. At Noyo, and I'm so glad you asked. We've done a lot of uh, work around our messaging and how we're talking about ourselves. So, uh, nice. <laughs> Noyo is a so we are essentially powering modern day frictionless benefits. Uh, so, what that means is that we work with carriers, uh, medical carriers, so insurance carriers. If you can, you know, think of Anthem or um, Kaiser or any of those that we all know, um, we work sitting between them and platforms. So HR information systems, um, if you think of some of the awesome modern ones that have come out like Gusto, Rippling, uh, we essentially sit between them and we help them sort of extract, transform, load data back and forth so that people like you and me can have access to our benefits uh, right away when we expect them to be there. And um, it's interesting because a lot of the shift from what we've been working on has gone from, hey, let's talk about the infrastructure and the pipes that are needed, so to speak, to get this information to and from these different entities and then out to the end user and the customer, um, to the fact that it's an industry that is in, in serious need of just having really good data. Like, how can we make sure that the, the actual quality of the data is there? And what is the benefits data platform that can come in and sort of alleviate, you know, those needs and sort of provide those answers for those different entities in a quick way, uh, in an easy way that essentially is just feeling seamless for both sides. And if you are familiar with the industry, which I have gotten to know so much about it in the last four months in a much deeper way. Um, there, there are just so many different, you know, formats and systems and requirements for specific fields. And everyone is, everyone has their own sort of standardized way in their own little uh, sort of micro like ecosystem that is part of the bigger ecosystem. And so um, it's, it's in, in desperate need of just the stuff that we have been working on. And uh, our founder, our CEO, Shannon Goggin is fantastic. She came from a company called Zenefits and has been working on this her entire career. So uh, I came on board to, to essentially help them package that up and get that message out there. Um, so yeah, that's, that's no, yo. <laughs> wow. It, it sounds, I mean, it sounds so much like 
problem identified and solution. And it, it, it almost feels like more the purpose of uh, Noyo and actually maybe Shannon's whole career then is how do I make this better? Mm-hmm. Um, so even in the four months that you've been there, it sounds like the messaging's evolved from like, what is our primary purpose? How do we best solve the problem? So, so have you gone back and like, looked at like, what is your mission as a company first and foremost, and then how do we serve? Or are you still, are you starting more with like, this is the solution we have and this is how it fits the marketplace. So it's interesting that you asked that. And I think every startup could probably relate to this. Um, we recently had a senior leadership team, you know, offsite and we all got together and we're talking through the the mission of the company, like what we set out to do in the beginning. And it was interesting because as, as our CEO and others around the conversation that have been there from the beginning, so there's like three or four, um, you know, co-founders and, uh, they were sort of talking through this, what we're calling this like target platform experience, like what we expect everyone in an, in the ideal finished version of this, that we are continually iterating on and working on. What does that look like? And uh, as Shannon was walking us through this vision and this ideal customer experience, um, we realized a lot of people were kind of like looking around the table being like, oh, that's a that's amazing. That's so great. <laughs> Almost like a surprise, right? And we've had a few folks join the team in the last, you know, like within the last year, right? So um it was it was interesting. And and I think the the note there was just, oh, we have a really great vision for exactly how this works seamlessly for everyone and serves everyone from, like I said, those two entities involved, the carriers, whether that's medical or any other type of insurance carrier to the platforms. And then ultimately to people like you and me, right. And like our day-to-day, we have an emergency. We need to take our child to the doctor and are you covered, you know? And right now that's, that's very clunky right now. I think all of us can talk about that one time that we were in that exact scenario and then realize like we have to now deal with like months of back and forth phone calls and papers being exchanged to get it covered by our insurance because, you know, whoopsie, someone forgot to load something or like scan a piece of paper. Um, so yeah, so ultimately our, our mission is to fix that and make sure that everyone has access to the information that they need and that they understand their benefits and what's available to them, uh, sort of take it out of that, that block box that we, you know, think, um, exists right now. And, and then ultimately is creating this beautiful, beautiful platform experience where, you know, our customers on both sides can log in and see at any given point in time, where is, you know, Andrea's information as far as what's the status of it? Is she covered? Is she not? Are all of her um, dependents listed on there or not, et cetera. And that is very hard to get right now. That doesn't exist. That's incredible. I feel like especially with the way digital health has been evolving over the last decade, I think people made all these assumptions like, oh, we're going to have electronic health records and everything's going to magically work. (laughs) Insurance companies are going digital. Everything's going to magically work. But the, the more we develop it out, it just feels like there's so many gate in the process. Uh, This feels like a super easy sell to the end consumer. Um, But you actually, do you actually hit three markets? You hit the end user, the businesses, and the uh, insurance companies and the providers. 
Yeah. So we, I think the, the beneficiary of our work is that end consumer people like you and me, um, our customers, we think of ourselves as, as a company that has a dual market and that is the carriers on one side, just like you said, and then the platforms. With that dual market, are you finding you have to build out separate messaging or go through separate channels? Like, is, is it, does it feel like you're doing like two completely different marketing efforts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm just smiling thinking of how we've <laughs> evolved this conversation internally. But yes, um, we are, I mean, truly our target is the all in one modern platform. So the modern benefit software. Um, like the ones that I mentioned in the beginning, like Gusto and Rippling. Um, I like to think, and this is just because you'd, you'd appreciate this, Andrea, like marketing, right? We need to know where we're pointing the laser. That's how I always think of it. And so for me, it was, let's think about our messaging. Who exactly are we targeting? Separately, we understand that we have to have relationships with carriers to better serve the platform, right? Like that's what they're looking for from us is to have a really strong network of medical carriers they can tap into at any given time and they've made it easy. Um, So yes, we have to sort of cater to both um, and we are doing that. So if you see like our one pagers or comparison sheets or battle cards, we've started to focus on how can we speak to both almost at the same time, but it's very hard and it's very nuanced. So really our target are the platforms. And then separately, when we want to have deep dive conversations with a carrier, like, you know, any of the ones that I named in the beginning, we, we dive into that and, and we, we create something that's really specific to them. What, um, how have you found that they trust you? Like the carriers in particular, I feel are always, uh, a bit more internal focused or hesitant for any new advances in technology. We've had a couple other people on the podcast that have experienced something similar. Like how have you built trust with them that you're not a fly by night or something that's not quite a good fit? That's a really good question. And I think, as I said, having joined the company four months ago, my observation is that, um, you know, Shannon and the team that's been here from the beginning, um, they come from the industry just because of their own relationships. And I think we've done a really good job. And I actually, funny enough, asked her about this. We all know it's a crazy job market. We all know that, you know, everyone's sort of uh, playing musical chairs with their job right now. Right. Like, and so um, I found time and time again, as I was meeting people throughout the company, it was like, Hey, I come from Humana and I come from Beam and I come from Business Solver. And so it's just a company with a founding team that's done a really good job of just being like not even actively recruiting. And this is, this is the the beauty of it all. They're just, because they're building a solid product, they're attracting um, not just product, the culture as well, that they are attracting people within the industry. And I think there's all sorts of validation happening internally because of that, um, that we have the right people at the table helping to solve these problems. We have a really strong engineering team building a great product and, uh, and then, a founding team that had an emphasis on the right culture. And so you have people coming from places like Humana that are, you know, so sort of like, you know, 
stable and like longstanding, you know, sort of corporate guidelines around things coming to a startup, a series B startup that has certainly structured their culture and structured all of their operations, but such a different environment. We all know how startups can be. You have people that have that desire to, to join this environment um, because they feel it's safe, but it's also exciting and they want to bring their know-how here. So I think that's, I'm not sure if it really answers the question, but I, I think that it it's one way in which I think trust has been built within the industry. It it sounds a lot like relationships, uh, to be honest. Like, and I think there is a lot of people that are in the industry that are trying to make it better. You know, with the you get into health and wellness because you want to make a difference, because you want to make people's lives better, because you want to make the system work better, have better data, etc. I'd love to hear a bit more about how you found uh, Know You. Yes. Uh, well, they kind of found me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> again, that crazy market. But yes. Um, but what was so interesting for me, I've always been... So for the last 15 years, I found myself... Um, you know, I've been in the B2B world. Uh, I lived in DC for six years, right out of college. I worked at a company called the Advisory Board Company. And I actually started as an SDR, essentially. We were called Marketing Associates. And mm-hmm. anyone that listens to your podcast that maybe has had this experience and specifically knows the Advisory Board will probably be nodding their head saying, yep. <laughs> you know, uh, it was it was really an SDR job and I had a full quota and I was getting on the phone and calling people. And what was interesting was being, you know like, what is it, 22 and calling these like top hospital executives. And I would get on the phone and talk about how we should talk about our OR efficiency improvement system and like how I can help you. Um, but anyway, that was a really fun. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and they went on to grow and then get acquired and like had all sorts. I think at, at one point they had like, I don't know, maybe 5,000 employees or something. When I joined, it was like 500 people. So um, it was a really great experience. And then uh, I moved to LA with my, at the time, my boyfriend, he had gotten a job here. Uh, we ended up getting married here and we've been here for nine years. And my first job here was in the like media space. Um, so, you know, that was also really interesting and great because I got to deep dive into the digital world and how B2C experiences were sort of crafted and created with like really good uh, growth marketing tactics, essentially. And uh, and then just went on to uh, work at different B2B companies and always within you know, uh, at eVisit, it was all virtual care, uh, telesign, it was cybersecurity. And so having a little bit of like a sampling, it, I worked at a company called Solver, which was a financial, like a corporate performance management uh, tool. So had a sampling of these different uh, industries, but always coming back to healthcare, always coming back to, you know, um, my anchor, I guess, in a sense. Um, but yeah, and I, I was at eVisit when I just you know, got the phone call and I started to meet the team and uh, it was just really refreshing every single person I spoke to. So I got to speak to everyone from the CEO, co-founders to the people that would be on the team that have been here for the last two years building, you know, Noyo's culture. And uh, I just genuinely enjoyed every interaction with them. And from you know, just the jokes and the humor to like 
here's my domo report on ABM campaigns. Like, let's talk through the important things to keep in mind for the yeah. ABM campaigns. So, yeah. So it was just a great group and it was a wonderful, you know, kind of um, meeting with them. And uh, now it's been four months. Amazing. I, I really feel like the, the way you started your career though is, is uh, a confidence booster probably <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> 22 years old and convincing, uh, you know, especially because... I feel like a lot of senior leadership in the medical space does have a lot of um, experience and expertise, which sometimes comes with a bit of arrogance and, and this is how we've always done things. And, you know, if you, if you can get on the phone and talk to them at 22, then, you know, 15 years later, <laughs> you're, you're more than good to go. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. I've never thought of it that way, but yeah, it was certainly just like diving in head first. Like, let's just, let's just try this out. Yeah. Um, it is pretty cool. I don't think I realized at the time the experience I was getting, it just felt hard, you know, it just felt like you're learning every day and every, you know, we would sit in these, the first two weeks were like full trainings and they'd have what looked like a full college size classroom of people and like this auditorium style seating and like, I remember uh, Scott Shermeyer was the VP. No, he was the chief marketing officer at the time and such a character. And like, he would walk us through the importance of, you know, like language and how to position and talk through these things. And it just felt really like you're just absorbing so much. And then I look back, I think just a couple of years ago, I was like, I wonder whatever happened to, you know, these couple of other people I worked with. And it's like, oh, I was working with like these very, very sort of like veteran healthcare industry experts. And I don't think at the time I like was really absorbing that as much as just like trying to hit my numbers and like learn as much as I could. So (laughs) what an incredible way to start your career. I love it. With, um, with all kind of the marketing strategy and planning, it sounds like you're going through now, what do you think are your next steps for marketing specifically for know you versus like where you think the marketing industry as a whole is going for health and wellness? Yeah. Um, I think the aspects of it that, that are probably perfectly in line with where the market is going and the industry is going, um, have to do with community building and, we need to figure out a way. We already do a good job of this. We have a good foundation. Like I said, relationships have been key in the growth of the company. Um, But I think we need to just find a way to scale that experience that people get when they meet our teams and, and find a way to really structure like our sort of our customer engagement. I think that's going to be key for marketing is how do we help our customers have the access to the product marketing information that they might need? And then how do we create community? So that's certainly our focus internally. But I also think that matches up with where the industry is going, which is just, or where it has been, right? It's just the the customer experience and building community. Um, and then what that means for like Noyo and what that means for, you know, if we are engaging with the carriers, if we are engaging with the platforms, that's going to have very different flavors. And so I think that's, that's where we're headed. That's where we're focused. And, um, luckily that's what everyone is, I think, buzzing about. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh, yeah. Community is so tricky. I think in the health space, because I think as patients or sufferers of certain conditions, you want community because you don't want to feel alone. You want someone, you want other people that you can trust and talk to. That's probably why everyone goes to like, you know, Dr. Google all the time to solve their problems. Right. And try and find 
any sort of community. Um, but at the same time, there's like this professional space and yeah. it, it feels like it's their obligation to create these community spaces. But I mean, how, how well do you think the professional space is doing at that? Or, or is it always going to have to be more like, not like young upstarts like Noyo, but more like tech forward startups that need to kind of come in to bridge that gap and create those communities for these older industries? Oh, interesting. Okay. So you're thinking um, just to, just exactly how we connect all the different players with yeah. the new, new and old and like create that community. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good, um, a really good point. I, I think that it's really just going to come down to, I, I mean, I'm so glad events are back, right? Like yeah. we have a, we actually have a, an event coming up, um, ITC, InsureTech Connect. And, um, and I think that that's where a lot of them, that initial gathering happens. And then it's building off of that, just staying consistent. So for example, we're going to have this event, we're bringing together a lot of these different executives at different uh, carriers. We also have a couple of platforms that are going to be joining us. It's going to be really casual and it's just, you know, we're doing a tequila tasting, so you can't go okay. like that. Um, but we're getting the right people at the table. It's maybe 25 or so is our cap. Like that's as big as we want to make it. Um, and people have gotten really excited about it. They've given us, you know, we very quickly had 30 people already signed up and ready to go. Um, and I think they're eager to have it. And I also think it's, so it's leading with that, which is just going where we gather and then building the group kind of like that snowball effect. But then the second piece, which is probably the most important piece is the thought leadership. And that's something that in marketing, we can all understand. So I described to you in the beginning, this sort of chaotic space, right? With all these different players, old and new, very different strategies, very different sort of standards for how they're processing data. They need guidance. They need a thought leader. They need someone to come in and say, okay, wait a second. I know what's going on over there with those other medical carriers and that specific platform. And now you platform that's also asking me for questions. I can start to give you a sense of benchmarking. I can start to give you a sense of stats. I can start to give you a sense of what you need to do, like how you need to set up your system to have that same seamless experience that those people are having over there. And it took us a long time and it took a lot of pilots and like just very sort of white glove serviced and one-on-one sort of project managing to make sure that we could get it right with them. But now we have something a little more standardized that we can now show to you. And that's been the process for Noyo. And that's what we really can lead with is, is that guidance and that help, like holding their hand through something and showing them that it could be a lot easier and that we have the technology and we understand how to implement it. That's really brilliant. I, I think that's exactly what the miss is, you know, when, when, uh, you know, they, they're experts in their particular field, whether it's the finance of insurance or the medical space itself, but you're coming in with a, it's okay that things are evolving. Let us show you how you can better serve because people have an expectation of, of a level of service in every other aspect of their life, except for, I'd say like, Medical finance and law are the three that are still a little clunky. Absolutely. Uh, so, so I do think it makes a difference. Yeah. And our mission, so 
as you said that, I was thinking um, we did a full analysis of our buyer personas. And then we looked at the different, we took about five or seven platforms that we were targeting and we looked at their own positioning and their own messaging. Our mission aligns exactly almost word for word with their mission. Um, So to your point, yes, they want to offer that same seamless experience. They just need to figure out how. Nice. That, that, that alignment is huge. That's yeah. awesome. Well, cool. Uh, thank you so much, Vanessa, for being here. This has been a super fun conversation. I, I, I love this evolution of both the space, but also the marketing of it and how marketing actually ends up becoming that like thought leader, that communication piece of, of even just like building that community. Um, that's really incredible. Absolutely. And kind of like the community that you're building here. So uh, (laughs) so thanks for the invite and uh, yeah, excited to to see how your podcast continues to evolve. Thank you. Uh, And last question is where can people learn more about Noyo? Uh, We are at noyo.com. So www.noyo.com. And yeah, we have all of our fun product information there that's evolving. Um, it is ever evolving, but, uh, that's where you can find us. Thanks. And for everyone, that was Vanessa Sierra, VP of marketing from Noyo and, uh, make sure to check back often for new episodes of marketing Mondays. I'm your host, Andrea Borcha. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to marketing Mondays. If you have any marketing questions at all, feel free to reach out to me directly at diacreative.com. That's D-I-A creative.com. This episode was brought to you by the Outcomes Rocket Network. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure you leave us a rating and review, subscribe, and let us know what you're looking for.